0: Well, good morning. This is Henry Harris. It is Thursday, June twenty-fifth, and we are beginning another session of uh, spiritual foundations of mental health. And today's topic is: we're going to we're going to we're going to take a foray into a light meditation, a light meditation. So let's start. Let's talk a little bit, as we normally do, about the the, the idea of the spiritual foundations of mental health. What do we mean by that? What, what we're talking about is that there is a spiritual truth underlying everything, including our psychological experience. So whereas it regularly looks to us that we're having feelings and experiences ongoingly, that those experiences are coming from all kinds of places. They could be coming from our past Uh, difficult parts of our past they could be coming from difficulties that we're experiencing now conflicts or uh, deficits or um, lack of clarity or just simple logistical challenges or all kinds of things or they could be coming from future events that we're concerned about it 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 looks and feels that the feelings we're having moment-to-moment they're so strong they're so kind of present it's only natural to look around and and see we live in a world of of form and circumstances and events and memories and future thoughts and thoughts about the future it just feels so reasonable and normal that the circumstances and all of those things out there are really what is accounting for all those feelings that we're having and yet when we scratch the surface when we look a little more closely we kind of we, we sense that there's a bit of a mis there's a bit of a there's a bit of a mistaken logic a difficult logic in that premise because i can speak for myself i see that i'm having a variety of moods throughout the course of my day even from minute to minute at times i'm not always conscious of it but at a certain point i wake up and notice wow i feel i feel so tense right now i feel stress, or i feel I feel so peaceful. I feel grateful and kind of relaxed right now. Did any of the circumstances of my life drastically move in the last 10 minutes or minute? Not necessarily. And I can see that, like, for example, I like to talk about my experience with um, with parenting. There are times where my children are, are unresponsive to my requests, just completely unresponsive and uncooperative. And and I'm quite reactive and challenged by it. I feel, to, I, I don't feel as if I have a choice, I just I, I just erupt with upset and frustration. Um, and then there are times where I'm astonishingly uh, reflective, like I can watch it. I'm watching the moment where they're fighting, where they're unresponsive, I'm watching the moment and I'm noticing my own experience and recognizing, hmm, I could go into reactive angry mode, but on the other hand, I don't have to. And it's fascinating to me that I have that varied states of mind. I have varied moods and as I've come to appreciate more and more that it, it really can't be the case that the circumstances – of this moment, the, the events of my past, the things that I'm concerned about in the future, all those, all that is, it, it can't come from those things. The, the feelings I'm having in this moment can't come from me. I'm not saying I'm not having feelings. I am. I'm definitely having feelings. It's just that the feelings aren't being created from those circumstances. Now, this is a huge, huge understanding, for me at least, that, 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 that it's a tremendous... Um advantage first of all it's true that's the most important thing is that it's true there is a it, there is something unfolding inside of our hearts inside of this in every in every place in every matter of every aspect of this world there's a a spiritual basis to it there's an unfolding divine energy that's animating everything and that's true for my 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 state of mind as well the thoughts that are kind of animating my heart so number one it's true number two is to the degree that i see that i'm feeling upset i'm feeling reactive i'm feeling stressed or whatever um to the degree that i actually kind of decouple i disentangle the circumstance from the feeling and i acknowledge i'm ha- there is the circumstance of my child not listening but the feeling of anger that I'm having isn't uh, a direct result of that. That's a a tremendous potential for freedom there, a tremendous potential for an ability to be in this moment. Now, I want to be the first to acknowledge, I often don't see that clearly in the moment. Sometimes I only awaken to that recognition after the fact, right? We're talking about an understanding. Let's just be clear. We're talking about a logic, a certain truth. The truth is true whether I perceive it in the moment or I don't. The the truth is that my psychological experience is always being created in one way and in one way only, and that's through the gift of this divine energy and showing up in in my consciousness moment to moment that's the truth now i don't always see that and i'm completely locked in on the problematic circumstance or behavior or whatever uh and if you were to ask me in the moment wait, well, wait one second don't you kind of talk about the fact that uh it can't actually come your feelings can't come from the circumstance if you were to ask me in that moment i i <laughs> which my children sometimes do they sometimes will ask me that question and I don't usually have a very warm response to that question in the moment because I'm feeling um, so so uh, caught up in the perception that it's no it's their conflict it's their lack of listening it's the circumstance so it's, it the truth is true and yet I am capable of not seeing it and not acknowledging it in any way and yet, and that is, and then at a later point, I I I will. I know that I will. I will re- regain awareness. But the good news is, is that what I've come to appreciate is that I don't have to see it insightfully moment to moment. I don't have to. I'm I'm allowed to get lost in the illusion that circumstances are creating my experience. I'm allowed. I'm a human being. Human beings do that, and we don't. It's not. It's not really a problem that we kind of go in and out of this awareness. When we, it's not a problem that I, I get fooled by the circumstances. I mean, it, it, it's certainly unpleasant for me, and it can be quite unpleasant for the people around me when I don't see the world with this clarity, with the true nature of our, you know, what, what, what this idea of the spiritual foundations of our mental health, when I don't see it uh, in any real sense, it's unpleasant. But yet, I also recognize that the unpleasantness is part of the same truth. The truth is good. The world is good. There's a continuous and ongoing source to uh, my experience, and it's all safe. It doesn't mean that it's all feel it all feels good at all times. I'm 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 very clear about that. But even the unpleasant feelings, the constrictions, the stresses, the all of that exists in, a, in a, inside of a truth that is good, that is safe, it's not dangerous, even though it presents as unsafe and dangerous. I, I've seen enough and I think we've all seen enough to see at this point that there's no contradiction. The feeling of distress, the feeling of I'm in trouble or life is troubling is not a contradiction to the truth that I know that, no, it's possible that there is uh, something deeper that's eluding me, the fact that I don't see it in this moment doesn't mean that it's not still true. That's what we're talking about when we're talking about the the spiritual foundations of mental health. Now, I I mentioned that I'm interested in addressing uh, a topic called meditation. Now, let me speak for a moment about what that is, and then we're going to do a short uh, kind of guided experience. So... Meditation is a, is a word that, uh, an English word, that has become quite popular over the last couple of, a number of years. Um, it, it's really reached far and wide in the world at large as a, as a helpful tool and resource to gain a sense of well-being and, and relief from stress. Uh, it's used in businesses and companies as well as hospitals. And it's interesting, we're going to define the basic term that is meant by meditation, and then I'm going to give a little bit of context in where I see it being relevant to to Jewish wisdom. So I'm not, just to be very clear, I'm not a, I'm a person with extensive training or practice of, the, of this term meditation that's practiced in the world at large, and yet I'm drawn to it, and in a sense I do believe that I'm, practicing an aspect of meditation through this understanding of the spiritual foundations of mental health what do i mean so meditation is defined as a as, as paying attention in a very non-judge in a non-judgmental way it's paying attention to one's experience in a non-judging way so typically what is done in the practice of meditation is that someone will sit in a comfortable position and they'll and they'll focus on the no they'll focus on something simple and constant, like their breath. A breath would be a com- would be a common thing for a person to focus on. And they so they sit in a comfortable position, and they and they just simply allow themselves to notice their own breathing. Their the kind of the the the, the steady inhale and then the exhale and the kind of gentle uh, flow of that process. That's basically involuntary. The act of breathing itself is involuntary it's a constant thank God for a healthy person but um, it's not typically something that we notice and we focus on and what we're doing as we're focusing our attention on that simple kind of continuous flow is we're also conscious and aware of what's happening in our what what is happening in our awareness so there's all kinds of thoughts that will typically arise, all kinds of feelings and thoughts and sensations. Um, a person might come to feel impatient. What am I doing? This is, is this helping me? Is this working? Am I doing it right? Or a person might start to just sense I'm so uncomfortable, I, I'm not sitting right. If I'm not sitting right, maybe, who knows what's gonna go on in his mind. It, it, it's, it's an opportunity to pay attention, to have awareness, to have awareness in a non-judgmental way. So we're simply watching the experience of how there is an ongoing moment-to-moment awareness that is taking place inside of a person. Human beings are having awareness moment-to-moment. It's easy for us to kind of pay attention elsewhere, to kind of look out at the world in a kind of, um, in a judgmental way, in a discerning, kind of manipulative way, in an evaluating way. Is this right? Is this wrong? Am I where I want to be? Am I not where I want to be? And all of that can be quite helpful, but there's a value to seeing and just being with the phenomenon of awareness. Now, why do I see this as as, as interesting and where do I see myself, even though I'm not a, a practiced meditator, I, yet I do see myself as... As practicing a form of meditation, and I believe it's a fundamentally Jewish idea, because at the root of this is, and at the root of what it is that I'm sharing in the spiritual foundations of mental health, is the simple idea that there is a single, simple source to all, to all existence, to all life. To all, there's a single energy behind everything. There is uh, only one power. And that power is accounting for everything, including our psychological experience. Now, with the implication of that, as I've shared, is that if there's only one single source behind everything, including our psychological experience, that means even the feelings that are showing up in our mind, in our heart, moment to moment, even that is the result of kind of a divine live feed. There is this meditative experience, in a sense, is kind of watching the divine live feed. It, it, it can look like it's watching uh, all kinds of circumstances happening out there, but in a sense, what we're doing is we're kind of tuning into the reality that, no, there really is a divine live feed. And I have the ability, I, uh, my awareness is a space in which that divine live feed is kind of showing up. It's a very rich um, uh, kind of Place. it's a very rich place to kind of see and encounter the truth that simple truth of the divine life now we're we're typically kind of distracted we, we sometimes we're discomforted by that but yet that is a place to be with this notion of the one source in Jewish consciousness obviously I'm referring to the idea of a creator but the idea that there is a single simple source a, a one creator that is at the root and, ex- and uh, behind all experience this idea of a of a non-judgmental attention to one's awareness is simply an opportunity to gain uh, a, a practical recognition of there being something shaping something showing up something being generated that's not me I'm not the source Neither are my circumstances the source. There is an unfolding, again, divine life feed, you know that, that we're on the receiving end of moment to moment. Now we have the gift of choice, and we've spoken about that at, on prior occasions, that we have the ability to relate to and understand and respond to that divine life feed, but there's a tremendous power, a tremendous benefit to gaining a practical sense of that divine life feed. so that's what I'd like to do with you right now and for those listening to the recording um, I invite you to sit down somewhere now I want to be very clear the whole goal of this thing is to simply pay attention to your own awareness there isn't uh, uh, part of the, the, the practice involved here is not that you're looking to get a specific result or outcome or that or that you you get to a certain feeling of sorts Uh, If you are subject to distractedness, or subject to annoyance, or subject to um, Whatever kind of feelings you might have all of that is kind of inside of the activity itself It's all built in to the practical success the success of this experience is simply a willingness and an openness to watch to watch one's own awareness In a non-judgmental way and so what that's what we're going to do we're going to focus on on breath so so find us a a place where you can sit down and you're not holding something and you're not kind of to the extent that you can not be in an environment where there's activities and noises and things of that sort. and you're going to sit down and get into a comfortable position and we're going to go for approximately four minutes right now okay so here's what we're going to do so you sit down and you're quiet and you're gonna watch. Notice that your body is ongoing, is ongoingly experiencing a breathing experience. Notice that there is an inhale. Feel the breath as it is drawn inside your body. And then it pauses. And there's a natural exhale. The breath flows outward. And we're going to slow down right now. I'm going to be speaking, but I'm going to be speaking in a more measured and slightly less constant fashion. And what you're doing is you're noticing this simple, ongoing, involuntary action. The breath is showing up and going in, and then it's going out. Now notice as you're doing this that your mind is is potentially having experiences. You You might have sensations. Notice if there's discomforts, if there are concerns or questions. Allow yourself just the opportunity to see as you're continuing to focus on the breath, you're conscious of this constant the intake, and the exhale. But along with the inhale and the exhale, there are sensations. Notice that there are sensations that are showing up. There are feelings that are arising. Allow yourself to kind of notice the sensations, starting with the top of your body, the top of your 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 scalp, and notice if there's any sensations on your on your face. And in the interim you're still kind of acknowledging you' you're you're aware of the flow of the breath inward and the breath outward. and appreciate all the various feelings and sensations that are arising. And then you notice the sensations that you're having in your upper upper body, all the while turning your attention to the presence of the breath and the presence of these sensations. This is the goal that we're doing right now, the simple awareness of there being a whole portal Each human being is a portal of a divine life feed. There is a life force that is animating, that is in play, that you are on the receiving end of, that you are not making, you're not sourcing. The breath is arising and, and coming in, and then it's leaving. There are sensations that are entering your consciousness. They stay. And then at some point, they leave. And your awareness now, allow your awareness as it continues to notice the presence of breath to focus on the remaining parts of your body, the, the realization of, of other sensations. The breath continues to come in. You're being there's a, in, a, in a sense you're being breathed. There is a life force that is drawing breath into you, and simultaneously allowing that breath to leave. And we know that that is not a power that we possess because because never there are people in the in the world of Corona who God forbid are not able to draw breath. The power of being able to draw breath is not our power, and yet it is a power that is flowing inside of us. We're experiencing this power that is allowing us to partake of this experience. We're participants in it, and yet we're not its author. Our focus right now is is a simple awareness. Of paying attention to our own awareness, and when our mind wanders—if our mind wanders to activities that are involved, that are our life activities, some aspect of the day—acknowledge and notice acknowledge the presence of that thought. Acknowledge that it's like a breath; it comes in. It's not that you're the author of it, but it, it comes in, and at some point it needs in the same way that the breath does. And we'll take now a a, a half a minute where I'm going to be quiet, and you're you're simply going to allow yourself to watch the breath showing up, the breath going out, the sensations, feelings. You're, You're doing what's called a Uh, a simple effort to have non-judgmental awareness, a a non-judgmental attention to our experience, our awareness itself. Okay, we're gonna pause there. That was a simple experience of meditation. I'll also mention that in Jewish consciousness, there's a notion of, of his bodhidut. His bododut is an experience of being alone. It's an experience of being alone, but in a sense, it's not really an experience of being alone. It's being, it's being with the, single, the singleness of creation there's only one, there's only one, there is only one. And in a sense, the bodhis experience is an opportunity to be reminded that there is only one. For all of the perception that there is things and people and circumstances and sensations that are all kind of speaking to a complicated and multifaceted world, there really is only one. And that is the essence of his of the art of being, alone, the art of being with the only entity that there is, uh, that our awareness itself is a space for that to arise in our lives.